You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. Welcome to the Practical Horseman Podcast, featuring conversations with respected riders, industry leaders, and horse care experts. The show is co-hosted by Practical Horseman editors, and our goal is to inform, educate, and inspire. I'm Sandy Olenek, and this week we're bringing you some of our highlight interviews from the Mars Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill, presented by Brown Advisory. The event, one of only two five-star competitions in the United States, ran from October 19th through the 22nd, 2023. It was a great week with amazing sport. Ireland's Austin O'Connor won the event riding Colorado Blue. He's the first Irish winner of a CCI five-star in 58 years, and he was understandably very excited. He'd come into the show jumping phase in fourth place, but moved up as those riders ahead of him had rails down in the final phase. Great Britain's William Fox Pitt and Grafenach placed second, and fellow countrymen Oliver Townend and Cooley Rosalant placed third. Hannah Sue Holberg and Capital HIM were the top U.S. finishers in fourth place, and another fan favorite, Mia Farley and the Thoroughbred Phelps, placed fifth. In this episode, we bring you the conversations we had with all of these top riders from the event. We're lucky because after their dressage and cross-country rides, the riders come to what's called the mixed zone and talk about their rides, so we get first-hand insights into how things went for them. Dressage day is especially fun because there's a little more time to chat with the riders about themselves and their horses. We're also going to include some of the highlights from the press conferences that were held after cross-country and show jumping. Before getting into the interviews, I'd like to share a word from our sponsor, U.S. Rider. Whether you and your horse are headed across the country or just down the road, the new U.S. Rider app helps you be prepared. From free travel planning, checklists, travel document storage, health alerts, emergency vet and farrier referrals, and more, you'll find everything you need to stay organized and have a safe trip at your fingertips. Plus, U.S. Rider members can easily request roadside assistance within the app. Ready to make traveling with your horses easier? Download the new U.S. Rider app from the Apple and Google Play app stores today. We'll start by hearing from the winner, Austin O'Connor. Uh, so, first impressions, how was that? Ash, every time you do a dressage test and get a mark, you hope you get a better one, don't you? Um, but look, all in all, it wasn't too bad. It was solid enough. I made a stupid mistake at the end. Can't blame the horse for that. Um, but, you know, he got it. You know, he's, not, he's not here to lead the dressage, but it was, it was pretty solid. Um, and it's just still going the right direction. Sure. Well, it was a, if I believe it was a couple marks down from his Burley score, so I think you got a 34 at Burley. Yeah, so, I mean, Burley yeah. was obviously a bit, you know, that was disappointing. Sure. It's all relative and you're yeah. going in first and, sure. you know, all judges haven't warmed up yet, have they? Um, but look, all in all, it's, it's great to be here and it's nice to have that bit behind us. Sure. And obviously this is a bit of a reroute for you, but was that the main motivation to come here? Had you kind of had your eye on this event or kind of... Um, no, so it was a sort of an afterthought, really. Um, after Burley, but you know I've heard loads about it, and the opportunity arose, and here we are. <laughs> Why not? How do you like it so far? Oh, it's amazing. You know, the, um, everybody here has been so so kind to us, and the whole site is incredible. The cross country looks incredible. Um, yeah, can't say a bad word about it. 
Is this your first competition in the U.S. period, I've, or have you I've, been before? I've been to Kentucky a couple of times, but not for not for ten years. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, it's, you know, always keen to come back. We always get a good welcome, and, and it's, it's done properly. Great. Can you tell us just a little bit about your horse and what he's like to ride and train? Yeah, he's um he's a little bit Jekyll and Hyde. Like he's in some respects, he's a laid back character. Um, but it's also like when he goes in the ring there definitely a little bit of nerves are probably set into both of us but um, you know he gets a little bit within himself but you know he's whatever happens here he's, he's been a great horse and he's a great jumper a great fun horse and loves his cross country so I wouldn't want to ride anything anything else what's he like personality wise like back at the barn yeah I'd say he's, he's he's a kind guy but he's you know he's a little bit reserved he likes his own space um, he's not he's not a cuddly person so to speak <laughs> but he's, he's a gentle horse um, and you mentioned mistake what, what mistake um, un- unfortunately I was doing so much work in my canter halls that I I basically halted early towards the end of Sorry, can you talk about your progression, like with your your relationship with him, like when you started riding him? And yeah, like well, I'm I've had him from the very beginning, so we broke him in. So anything good or bad is my fault, I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I've had him from from the very beginning, from the first, you know, I'd the first person to sit on him and brought him through the grades. Um, and he's always, you know, he's always looked like a good good, good competition horse from day one. And cross country course, anything particularly challenging? Or I think it's all challenging. I think it's a it's a true it's a true proper five star. Um, you know, it's, it's a nice start, quite gallopy, and then it gets quite intense with a lot of big jumping. So I think it'll be an interesting day. Well, and you're setting on a great horse to be on though for that cross country. <laughs> yeah, race. sure. You know, but we still have to sure. keep the focus and. And have a bit of luck on our side. Do you are you the type of person that likes to to be like as the trailblazer, right? Does, does that um, is that different? Like, do you normally like to see some ways the course sure. rides, or it is what it is, and it's no one's ideal situation, to be honest. It's nice to see half a dozen, sure, um, and see what's happening. But you know, it's the luck of the draw, and I've just got to crack on with it. Sure. Next is William Fox Pitt. Uh, well, that was pretty awesome. How do you no, feel about I, her? Honestly, you know, I'm delighted with the horse. She's a she's a trier. She's fun to ride. She was quite frisky today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> once or twice, couldn't quite get her on the bit, but she was, you know, she was still showing off well, and um, I was very, yeah, very pleased with her. But she's quite good at that bit. <laughs> what was your thought process in terms of selecting coming to Maryland? Oh yeah, um, it's very simple. She's the only one I've got now. Um, it's only five-star horse I've got, and she was doing embryo transfers after badminton, so she wasn't fit enough to do Burley. So Amanda is obviously American, and quite would like to have had her hit anyway. And we thought it'd be fun to come here and do one that none of us done before, and, and go for it. You know, I've done Burley's wonderful, but I have done it a few times. <laughs> so is it fun here? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fantastic to see. I've heard good reports. Obviously, from you know Harry and Tim Price last year, about how amazing it is, and um, no, it's it's fantastic. It's so welcoming. Everyone's so generous. We're all looked after completely. So it's, it's so far, it's been fine. But it's, I'm always surprised why it goes so simply because it's quite a big deal when you travel all that way. But they seem to just get on with it, and it seems to be like we're down the road. Do you have any specific goals in mind for this weekend with her? 
Oh, yeah, that was easy bit. Um, she's also very good cross country, but the show jumping is a little bit work in progress. So I, I've got three in hand on Sunday. I'll be happy. <laughs> is that something you think you can fix with her, the show jumping, if you have a little bit more time? I would like to think is she really does want to clear the jumps. It's just she's sitting at the stage sometimes where she's a little bit core weak. So she's very able to stretch and jump and gallop, but the core sometimes is not good enough to be round enough for the jumping. And I think that will come with age. You know, like I say she's only 11, but she had her 10th year off. She's no events at 10. So she's a little bit like a 10-year-old. Um, and I think you never know when she's 16 and I'm 100. We might leave all the, we might leave all the jumps up. Just rounding up. <laughs> what about her, her babies? When will they be? Oh, no. She's got one. She's got a two-year-old. A lovely two-year-old um, by a horse called... I was going to say Harold. who's by Heraldic, who's a jumper. And this year didn't work. That's why we tried for two months. Um, we kept on trying, hoping, and it just all went wrong. You know, just... So we're now going to do, that, what do they call that? ICSI. Yeah. Um, in vitro fertilization this autumn, when there's no events and she's got all the time in the world. Mm-hmm because her owner loves breeding and um, is very excited about carrying on the genetics. So that's the goal. Obviously, that's why she actually came in and bought a mare in the first place. Well, actually, you're going to have to keep riding then if she's going to have all these babies, right? <laughs> you won't be able to retire. Christ. <laughs> um, It'll only be seven or eight more years, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I know. I'm only 54. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. Phil we'll see. Yeah, but... He's a bit of a freak, isn't he? <laughs> there aren't many hymns. I think someone would say the same about you. Yeah, there aren't many you, that's for sure. <laughs> What's I'm, your... I'm far too long and <laughs> straggly to stay in and one you can't piece. Get any taller. And I don't, people <laughs> still. I must be the only person ever that people still see me as they haven't been grown. <laughs> I think I'm getting to that stage now. <laughs> Yeah, ways to go. We do, we do shrink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can do her instead. They're bored of me. Um, what's she like to ride and train? Um, she's fun. Yeah, yeah, she loves her job. She always has a go. Um, you know, she's always um, on your side. She always, you know, she always, yeah, she, she's, she's a fabulous. Yeah, she always says yes. Didn't always know, but she's always having a go. Like a badminton this year, she completely fell onto the Normandy bank. <laughs> Um, most horses couldn't have got a leg from anywhere to go anywhere, but she found the leg not only to jump up but to jump through the alvel on a bounce stride. Wow. Because she just is that hurt. You know, excuse me, but you know, she is just no shit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it means when you say she doesn't say no, right? Exactly, exactly. She just, and I, I might have famous last words, but I'm hoping she doesn't do any belly flopping tomorrow. But um, actually, if she did belly flop coming out of that bloody water fence, it might help the striding. <laughs> I'm quite nervous about that stride. Zero stride. No, no stride. I mean, there, there is a bad, there's a stride, but going down to the last D is two and a half. Whether you're in Stark or Paul Schockermoller or anyone else, it's two and a half. It's not two and it's not three. So it's please go on. Just take off. Just keep levitating. I don't know what your other riders have said, but that for me is uh, um, the unknown jump. It's totally fair, but it is quite unknown. So, so for that, do you think you're going to add or leave out? Oh, or I I'm not planning anything. I'm just going to hopefully hold on to the next. I'm going to hold on to the next trap.
Now we'll hear from Ollie Townen. You want to kind of recap it for us, how to go in there? Yeah, I mean, she's nine years old, so it could have gone drastically wrong <laughs> through no fault of her own, just through inexperience. And as she went in, she came a little back at me and a little nervous and it actually helped in the end because it lifted her ears and then I could ride her forwards and she, she came, she relaxed throughout the test. Um, it, I just went one movement by one movement and kept thinking, good girl, another one done, good girl, another one done. And yeah, I just couldn't be happier with her. We've had her since she was four and we've always thought she was very, very good. Um, but obviously she's arriving at these big events a little bit ahead of um, being established. She's got enough experience to be here, obviously, and she's got great form. But, um, yeah, it's very, very positive so far. Awesome. I watched your warm-up, and you looked like you were doing a lot in warm-up. Is that typical, or was it because this is such a new place for her? A new place, and just to try and get her breathing. I mean, she has a lot of thoroughbred. Her mother won the Scottish Minerals Grand National, so she's she's bred to gallop not to do dressage but luckily she trots as well so and um, she can take an awful lot of work and obviously she's extremely fit and it's the biggest atmosphere she's ever been at so i was happy with the warm-up i probably thought i was 10 minutes behind schedule like i didn't quite get her to the point that she was relaxed out there but as i said when she went in there she she was a good girl She's the youngest horse in the field this weekend. What made your decision to bring her here for her? Well, I've had great experiences here the last twice. Um, and I've got to say the tracks have probably been a little more kind the last two <laughs> years. And I was kind of expecting the same, but didn't get the same. Um, but look, we know the ground's great. It's a big atmosphere without being a Kentucky atmosphere. And... Um, I just thought that this would be a great stepping stone for her career going forwards. You know, we're trying to prepare her to go to some very special places because we think she's probably one of the best we've had. Um, so this is just a nice stepping stone. And this event has really changed, hasn't it, since the first time you were here in terms of its, its growth and its, the polish they put on it? I cannot give the whole Maryland team and Cecil County enough credit what they've done in three years from starting off at five star is just unbelievable and very inspirational for the other five stars in the world because this is going to be a very very special event in the future. What do you like to ride and train? Yeah very straightforward in terms of um, she's very typical of her pedigree she's beautiful to ride she's very very female in terms of she's quite she's a sensitive horse and everything has to be on her terms but we're used to that with the likes of Ballamore class and all those highly strung horses like Armada and she's just another high class horse that um, basically has her own way 99% of the time until it comes to her doing a job and then she has to behave but she's definitely a character but she's so top class that we let them be the character. If you were doing a recipe for a top of any horse, how much thoroughbred would you want to see in a horse? Oh look, I, I love her type of pedigree, i.e. she's got a jumping father and a racehorse mother and I think if you get that combination and I think also if you own thoroughbred mares and you're wanting to breed event horses, it gives you so much more option.
because you you've got a thousand jumping stallions whereas if you own a, an eventing type mare there isn't that many thoroughbred eventing stallions around these days okay so they're both are damn or sire no no the, the father's a show jumper oh, okay. yeah um, can you talk a little bit about how her, your relationship has uh, evolved with her um look i've had her since she was four and I'm pretty much the only one that rides uh, at home. Um, Kier and a young boy hex her out, so there's only two of us that ever sit on her. So, you know, I live with these horses every day of the week, and um, obviously, the more excited you are about them, the, the, the longer they're with you. But I'm hoping that she's going to be a very, very long term relationship. And yeah, she's progressing every day, is exciting with her. In terms of the course tomorrow, is there anything you think will be particularly tricky? <laughs> <laughs> How long have you got? Um, you know, proper five-star. I think definitely the toughest five-star we've seen here. And it's right up there with the toughest in the world now. A few of the riders were sort of saying it was four-star, four-and-a-half-star last year, which I didn't actually believe. Um, but it's definitely five-and-a-half-star now. <laughs> so, yeah. The combinations are very serious and I'll just be trying to look after her and give her time where I need to give her time and where I can hopefully press on and catch time up. I'll be trying to do that. U.S. rider Hannah Sue Holberg shares her thoughts about her rides. First five star for this guy? Yeah, actually I did Kentucky. I made it almost okay. all the way around then I fell off stupidly okay. at the very end. Well, but, that's yeah. why it fell out of my brain. Yeah, it's okay if it, if it does. <laughs> <laughs> this is, yes, the first time. <laughs> okay, first time. <laughs> yeah. um, do you want to recap the test for us? Yeah, um, he went in there and was kind of like, he's horse shy. So when I saw Buck's horse coming out, I was like, oh, no. And I tried to like, get in there really fast. And then he, he kind of got a glimpse of the big screen, which for some reason really spooked him. Um, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> What's going to happen? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Why are you freaking out about this? But then um, I just showed it to him a couple times, and he was really good and went in there and actually was, like, better than he is normally any day. <laughs> like, he did everything better and, like, as well as he can at home or better. So um, couldn't be happier with him. I messed up that last change. I was getting too excited. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, it's going so well. <laughs> it's, like, the worst thing ever that you can think. Yeah, I was like, it's almost over, and it's going so well. Um, but otherwise, I thought I rode, I rode to my plan, and I rode more aggressively in the trot work, which I've been trying to do. So it's easy to just kind of be frozen up there and been trying to be like, go as fast as I can. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he was awesome. Is there anything you feel like from his Kentucky test to here that has really kind of improved or strengthened? Yeah, for sure. I feel like he's like actually a completely different horse in a lot of ways. He jumps a lot better. He, he moves better. He's more um, kind of with me in general, like on the aids, and like looks to me instead of kind of getting nervous and getting hot. Um, when he gets nervous, he's like, what do we do now? Which is such a nice thing to have. Unless I'm like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, I'm freaking out too. <laughs> um, but, but it is nice. Um, I don't know. He's a, more of a galloper. Like he's he's a real five star horse now. So I'm really excited to have a go at this crazy cross country course. Yeah. Speaking of, good reaction lord, to that. good lord, <laughs> what is happening? Um, there's a lot of things out there that. Well, that one jump after the crab water, I've never seen anything like that before. I'm not really sure what's 
but the waterfall jump is kind of took me by surprise. I didn't expect to see that on this course. And the bounce with the crab is weird. I think the out of that combination is really going to be hard. Um, I mean, the whole thing is going to be a bit jarring, I think. He obviously doesn't want people to make the time this year, <laughs> which I don't think they will. Um, just with how, like, you have to gallop something and then really quickly change directions or change pace. So um, I'm really glad to be riding this horse because he's really, really rateable and he turns really well. Um, I can't imagine being on another horse that isn't that way because I just don't know how you would do any of these combinations. So I'm excited to ride him. I hope, you know, I've been galloping him a lot. He's fitter than he's ever been, so hopefully he's fit enough. Fingers crossed. Um, does, you know, you've had a couple of horses at this level through your career. Does he remind you of any of them, or is he very different from them in his own way? Mm, he's pretty different. He's, like, really, um, he's, like, very stable horse. Like, he knows who he is, and he's very confident in himself, and he's just, like, total gentleman. Like, just a perfect horse. Like, he's amazing. So sweet. He's a real athlete, like, athletic horse. He tries really hard, loves to win, but he's never, like, rude or impolite. Like, he's little toddler could lead him around if they wanted to. Like, he's just, he's a really special horse. Really cool. Different than any other kind. What's he like to ride and train? Um, he's, he's a little bit harder to train, because he is warm blood, um, than, like, Harbor Pilot or one with more thoroughbred blood. Um, just because he gets kind of hot as he goes, rather than settling into the work, like a warm blood would. Um, so you have to kind of, I have to kind of, like, figure out how to get the best out of him on a day-to-day basis, but he tries really hard. He just kind of will be like, oh, this is not really what I want to do today, and get, like, a little wound up, and I'm like, just got to keep going. <laughs> um, whereas the thoroughbred kind of, like, goes right to work as soon as you give him something to do. But um, he's a lot easier to handle than our pilot, so <laughs> it's all right. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any, um, like, go-to exercises or exercises you do with him specifically training exercises? On the flat or? Yeah, jumping, um, we've really worked on his jump. My husband is a show jumper, and it's taken, like, a little while to figure out how to get him to use himself in a good way because he's very careful, but he's not, like, traditional jumper. Um, So you never want to, like, scare him by showing him what he can't do. So we start, like, really small with him um, and then do some exercises to, like, get him thinking about the front rail, not just the back rail. Confident, but try hard, you know. So you can't like, you don't want him to like bump the fence, like you wouldn't want to like run him into a jump or something like some people do with their horses to get him sharp or whatever. Like you just ride him the same as I ride him like at the show every day. So. And next up is Mia Farley. You want to recap that for? Um, yeah, I walked in there and then I was like, I guess I should pick up the trot and get moving and then um Phelps did for me and he's got you know he's a thoroughbred but he's got a pretty strong trot now um and then I cantered they ring the bell went in and just started the test and remembered every movement good job (laughs) um it was actually my first time going over it and uh yeah I remembered it I guess so (laughs) I'm happy Phelps was great (laughs) not too nervous so uh what's something you've really been kind of working on with him on the flat in preparation for this um kind of like canter pirouettes really getting him to sit down as much as we can him being a thoroughbred his natural is long and flat kind of um but he's really improved throughout the years i think him and i both not just him 
but I give him a lot of credit. Like, he tries his heart out in every phase for me. So. And it's got to be also writing for David. Like, you've worked yeah. with him for so long, and he owns the horse. Like, yeah. talk about that relationship a little bit. Uh, it's pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> he He's a really good, um, like, everything, coach, mentor, owner, dad, <laughs> kind of all of the above with him. Um, and so I can always call him if I can get a hold of him. I usually get some pretty... <laughs> after to do the four star and end up being very wet so that didn't necessarily go to plan either and then um we did intermediate at old tavern and so we're kind of relying on you know we feel prepared and everything but we had a good season last year a good spring and maybe the fall hasn't gone completely to plan but it didn't change any of our confidence so what's he like to ride and train uh, he's so smart and he tells you everything so he kind of tells We didn't get a chance to talk with William and Oliver after their cross-country rides, so here's the press conference with them and Mia Farley, who was in third place after cross-country. Every rider we talked to when they finished, we asked them about the course, they all said it was so hard. Tell us your feelings on today's course and of course about your ride. I thought it was another Ian Stark masterpiece, and I thought that it was a serious, serious five-star. It rode as big as any five-star, and definitely bigger than a lot of the five-stars that we've we've seen in recent years. And um, I think it was a, a tough challenge, but a very fair challenge. And I think that 
it got an amazing result, um, which of course is, you know, one well inside the time, is fantastic at five-star level. And I thought that the horses coped very well, and when, when they did a good job, it looked beautiful. And William, uh, you, like Ollie, know Ian's horses so very well. Um, tell us how you would kind of put this in a ranking of what, what, what you were expecting and what you generally get from him. Yeah, I'd like to echo what Ollie said. I think Ian did do a, a very good job of that course. He was very brave in parks and uh, really gave us a serious track that we had to um, think about focus on. Um, I did walk the course and think that Ian very much had Murphy himself in the back of his mind when he was um, walking some of those distances and fences and I was rather wishing that I was on Murphy himself. But um, my mare came, came very well, I was very pleased with her and I think he struck a good balance. I think he, um, you know, he asked some very good questions. Um, there were times when things maybe weren't quite so, so big but um, you know, he, did, he did test test our horses and to have one inside the time, you know, I kind of thought when I looked it there might there might be two. So um, that's a pretty damn good result. And Nia, when you woke up this morning, did you think you would be sitting at this table next to two of the greatest riders in the history of our sport? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Actually when we uh, we were I was up we were up at D Box and when they said you were in the leads you, you didn't believe it. We had to show you on our phone. Yeah, I, um, very neutral thinking here, and it was definitely, I wanted to have a plan, but I soon got slapped in the face and already hear that nothing was probably going to go to my plan A, at least. Um, but Phelps answered all the questions, and I couldn't be happier with them. Uh, questions, please raise your hand, and Jen will bring in the mic. Here we go. That you've been with the O'Connors for a pretty long time, and then you also had the horse that you brought here Phelps for a pretty long time. What did that mean to you coming across the finish line, but also leading up to this week? Um, I think leading up to this week, I've been definitely a little bit mentally unstable. I called David one day, and I was like, "Are you in town?" And he was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Can you need to watch it all class?" <laughs> uh, and then finishing. Today, like when I started, I just wanted to get to the finish. Uh, and Phelps did that for me, and I couldn't push it. All the emotions hit in the past two weeks. So. Next question, Kimberly over here. She, uh, my horse Rosie has um, fulfilled my expectations of her. We've always thought she was a superstar since the day we first saw her, age four, and from literally arriving at the warm-up to setting out of the box, I just thought, God, you're just something special. She was very keen, but in a beautiful way, ears pricked and enthusiastic, and basically she's had a, a whale of a time out here. So, yeah, I, I couldn't be happier with her, and, yeah, she's fulfilled our dreams that she is 
the next earthly big thing for five star horses? Sally? Uh, yep, just, oh wait, was that for everybody? Oh, sorry. sorry. So the same thing, well, what you learned about your horse today? Um, I, um, so I've known she's, she's a lovely horse, and she gave me a great ride at Babington, so of course I've come here um, for optimism, and you never quite know um, when they've got one five star, are they going to be as good as the next one? Um, but she's always been a very cool horse, um, even from a five-year-old, she's just, I was like, she always just walk the course, she's just went, yeah, 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 she doesn't really um, deviate anywhere, so... Um, she's nice and easy to ride. I think what I learned about Phelps today is that he's a true fighter. Like when I wasn't fully there for him, he was like, it's okay, I got you. And um, it was a wonderful feeling for him to kind of step in and take over the reins in a way. So I rather thought that I um, could ride her a little bit quieter, um, but she held very relaxed. She had a good wash. Um, they, they had some water there in the end, and um, yeah, I didn't know how long I was going to be held for. It was all a little bit um, hit and miss, but it was. I've got to say that that played to my advantage for sure because she she doesn't look like she's done an event. Quite a few questions out there with some um, different striving for the same fence. So what I liked um, was you know, where we had to react to what we were on. You couldn't just walk the course and say, I'm going to do that, that and that. You had to actually see where am I, am I straight, if I jump big, um, if I jump quietly. Um, so there was a good few options for um, deciding um, 
at the spur of the moment. And I think that's, that's a great part of cross country. We've really got to keep in our sport. I think the sport is getting more and more clinical. And I think we want to keep that little bit of adjustment um, there so that the riders do have to think, the horses do have to think. They've got to react to what's happening, not just have sort of like a bit of brick work where it's just going to be down the line, which is what has been happening a little bit. So I think Ian is great at doing that. He's very confident. You know, we jump out of the crab, lake crab water, you know, from the hedge to the hedge, from sea to deer, it was on a half stride. Maybe we'll say it was on two and a half. Doesn't matter who walked it. It was not two and it wasn't three. Now for me, I don't like that, but we really need that in our sport um, to get riders to adapt to the side, am I going straight, am I adding, am I circling left? So there was a lot of stuff going on and that, that's what makes it interesting and that what makes, you know, makes it eventing, not show jumping. Exactly the same thoughts, um, the same opinion but with fans 14 and 15, the two big um, square boxes down, was it five, was it four, was it four, was it three and it really makes you think and my plan going out today after I'd seen it was okay I'll come quiet to the first and close to the first and do five and four because she's young and I want to give her time. She jumps the first massive and five was never going to happen so we ended up on four and four and it's just getting those details of getting riders reacting as quickly as that and thinking on your feet that it's exactly what William just said that's, that's what good cross country riders should do and that's what as again William said, we must keep in the sport. 100% of these guys over here. <laughs> uh, like I said, I really like to have plans. Um, a little bit of a show jumping background, and I tried to, and nothing, everything went good, but, but nothing went exactly how I wanted. And so it was very scrappy and spur of the moment. We're going to get you your own mic, actually. You know, it's probably good enough at this point. Um, Mia, I would love to hear a little bit about, obviously, you and David have been um, working together for many years, especially with this horse. Can you just talk a little bit about the cross-country principles that he's instilled in you um, and anything that he in particular told you in warm-up today that stands up for him? David didn't come to warm-up. He called me. <laughs> he was like, this is how this is riding, and... and this is what's happening here um, and so I think like a big part of our training at home like he actually said we kind of made a joke we're like this is why we always jump the last element first like if we're teaching horses how to look for flags we always jump the last element first and then you connect the boat or the two of them and they learn to kind of hunt flags and I think I really saw that training that we did with Phelps five years ago today Oliver, um, I believe, if I'm correct, that you've ridden here all three years now. Um, is there something that's developed about the Maryland Five Star itself or the venue that you have enjoyed specifically? Yeah, I've firstly enjoyed Maryland full stop. I think that Jeff and the team, Cecil County, and the sponsors, Mars and Brown Advisory, do an incredible job to pull this together, and it's a huge privilege for our sport to have another five star of this standard and of this facility. Um, I know that Ian has tweaked his course and he's tweaked it into a true five star. Um, 
and probably one of the toughest five stars in the world right now, as of today. Um, and I think that that's what that's what the sport needs. And I think that you know to to attract the riders from overseas, it's it's been providing the facilities, the great footing for the for the horses, the amazing stadium. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And that's why. I enjoyed the first year and thought this is going to be fantastic, but it's really gone the direction that um, we hoped and we, we love and it certainly hasn't disappointed in that way in any way, shape or form and it's all credit to the amazing team behind the event. Sir Oliver as well, um, so you went the last couple in the order of so and I assume you were seeing that the time was pretty hard to make, uh, what were your thoughts going into it? Yeah, um, look, my horse is nine years old, so my thoughts were on the jumps and trying to give her as nice a trip as possible. Although we're the five star and it's hugely important, she's hopefully going to be a very long term partner for me in my career. Um, we know how good she is, so it was about giving her the best experience possible. Um, my manager, Karen, drummed it into me that I sit very still up the hills and try and save and save and save so that when I get to the top with the difficult corners and the water where she might be a bit green, she needs that bit of energy. So as soon as I got over the water, I was like, okay, now we can, now we can go. But in all honesty, I've spent most of the most of the rounds sort of saying whoa just wait just wait and hopefully um i won't be kicking myself because she definitely could have gone a lot quicker but i'm happy with the ride and the round that she's had and um hopefully it's a, a massive building block for the future and as a follow-up i remember you saying the press conference last year that it was too easy at the time so you're happier this year with it very much so i mean it's five star um last year i was 17 seconds inside which i found a little bit embarrassing and i was slowing up for the last two minutes that's that's not a five star time and ian knew that and everybody knew that but at the same time you know you, it takes as a designer um a long time to figure out the the, the lay of the land the place and and whether it's a, a tiring course because there's obviously lots of undulations and lots of things that you can build um, but I think that Ian's done it the right way. I, I didn't sort of point any fingers because I know how what a difficult job it must be and it, it's taken him three years to get it really right. But at the same time, I think he's done an amazing job. And finally, here's the final press conference after show jumping with Austin, William, Oliver and Hannah. Austin, we were down below, and you said to me, I don't mean five stars. Is there any way you can put into words what you are feeling right now? Um, if I was to win a five star, it's definitely here in Cecil County that I, um, that I would want to win it. Win, lose, or draw, we've had an unbelievable week. Um, the people of Cecil County have been unbelievable, and thank you very, very much. And I can't wait to come back. All right, well, we'll be thrilled to have you back. And when you come back, you now are a five-star champion for life. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So I think now I'd like to open it to questions. 
and maybe as much as we want to talk to Austin. Let's do a few quick ones with Ollie, and then we have to let him get to the airport. Um, raise your hand, and John will bring you the microphone. Obviously, she's the youngest horse in this field and has had kind of a great performance all week. Can you just reflect on how far she's come um, this weekend? Incredible. When you come to these five stars, you have to have to perform if you're going to be um, competitive, and you have to concentrate on dotting the I's and crossing the T's. And um, every time I've really concentrated on trying to improve a specific part of her training, whether it be a flying change or more expression in the trot, she just comes up another level and another level. So. I felt that she really came up a level at Blenheim, where she won the eight and nine-year-olds, and I think she's learned an incredible amount this week, and I honestly don't believe she came out of fourth gear yesterday at the cross-country, and she's fresh, she's a little bit mad fresh, actually, she's very happy with herself, um, so hopefully she'll learn from the experience, and hopefully we'll see an even a higher level of performance next time. Um, Oliver, you talked briefly the other day about um, the high percentage of thoroughbreds that she's got in her with her steeplechasing dam. Can you just talk a little bit more about the influence you felt yesterday and maybe today a little bit from that awesome thoroughbred influence? Yes, um, she obviously had a very successful racehorse mother and for me that's what you need at five-star level and it, it showed yesterday the, the true five-star horses stood out amazingly and um, and I think that's what she is and I think that it's really important as William said yesterday that we keep that cross-country element of rider frighteners and the stamina element and the element of being able to make decisions, having to make decisions quickly around a, a course like that is so, so important to keep for our future sport. Um, we don't want to be going around a set of show jumps that knock down around a flat field all on beautiful distances and we want it to be a stamina test and for me that's why the thoroughbred is so important. Oliver, can you talk us through your round today and what kind of feeling your horse is giving you? She's given me a, an amazing feeling. Um, I felt that she, you know, it was a big mistake possibly coming out of the combination I felt that everything was right going in and then I felt that it was me getting a little bit too desperate at the next one so perhaps she had one down and I had one down but in terms of for the future um, I've not got a concern about the show jumping phase I thought she jumped a beautiful round and we had two mistakes and there's that and you know um, I can't tell you how happy I am at the same time I nearly cried for Austin I mean that's you know it's Austin's been a very, no, but he's, he's a good man and he's been a good friend to me in, in the fairly tough tough times of the, of the last few years. And um, yeah, we, we share another lunatic friend, so I would imagine there'll be a get together and a party at some stage over Burley and Maryland. So yeah, um, welcome to him. And now questions for our riders who I checked with them. I said, none of you are leaving town tonight, right? And they, they're all staying. So uh, go with Lindsay. 
Austin, um, you, your horse is obviously had a, you've been to the Olympics, World Championships, you've had him for a while. Can you just give us a brief background on uh, your partnership with him when you got him? Well, it's, it's, it's hard to keep it brief because I've had an involvement from the day he was conceived. Um, I originally owned a dam, a great supporter of mine bought the dam from me. Um, we had a sort of breeding program together and 20 years later, here we are. Could you just talk a little bit about, um, you know, he has jumped clear at this round um, at Five Star and he jumped clear in the individual round at the Olympics last, uh, last year, 2021. So um, what were your expectations? Did you think, you know, that was pretty much pretty, pretty possible for you? I mean, what was your expectation going into today? Yeah, um, I'm sure you would, we wouldn't have come we wouldn't have come to Maryland if, if we didn't feel there was a strong possibility of jumping a clear round. But saying that, the last couple of um, three days I've done, I've ended up with a couple of cheap rails. It happens. Um, nothing really obvious. And today I make a horrendous mistake and he gets me out of jail. Um, was I caught? Look. If I if I had a fence down, I had a fence down, but everything everything has gone our way. And look, he's an unbelievable horse. He's unbelievable. He's a proper 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 five star um, event horse. He likes to climb. Obviously, since you've read him, what, what was he like as a young horse compared to what you rode today? Um, he always looked a good horse, but I guess a bit like myself with age, he's just got better, you know, or luckier, whatever you want to put it. Um, but no, look, he's, it's going back to what Ollie was talking about and William. He's 85% thoroughbred, he's all blood, he's all class, he's all heart, and he, he'll try try and try and try till the bitter end. Um, but yeah, from, from look, to be honest, from day one, he looked a proper, proper horse. <laughs> Can't believe you're riding now. <laughs> um, this is a reroute for you after Burley. Can you kind of talk about the decision and how you feel like this event ended up suiting him? Yeah, um, well, it's actually a Maryland event committee member, um, Tim Gardner who, when I was having a little bit of a, a down moment at Burley, he put his arm around me and he said, you've got to bring Salty to Maryland. Because um, obviously the pole would have been the obvious choice. Um, so he, he, he was the man that, that convinced us that we should come here. And I believe him, and I'm delighted I did. We've always felt listening to Tim is a very good move. Yeah, no, without a doubt. Next question, Nancy. Did you select his sire, and by chance did you happen to be there when he was full? Um, the the, breed, the breeding was discussed, and yeah, we did come up with Jaguar male, but we very much came up with Jaguar male, the sire, working from the dam. I mean, in our mind, it's, it's the dam line. Obviously, Jaguar male is a very good stallion. But it's his dam line. He's by um, he's out of a mare by Rock King, which was a thoroughbred, which actually a thoroughbred and invented with Sarah Bullen many moons ago. Um, so we, we would look at the dam line and go from there. And obviously, a bit like today, you need a bit of luck, don't you? But 
um, yeah, but it, it would have been seriously thought through. Were you there when he was old? I can't say I was there when he was old, but I would have seen him within a month. He was actually, he was, he was born in Ireland and then shipped to me, to the UK. Liam, you talk a lot about how fond you are of the sport and how she's kind of kept you in the sport. Can you kind of expand upon that and what you think makes her so special? Um, she, she, she's a great horse. She, she loves the sport. Is my thing not working now? Um, she is just she's she finds it quite easy. Um, she always says yes. She always has a go. She's good fun, and I think anyone could ride her. I'm just a lucky one to have her at the moment. She's keeping me going. So William, there's been a lot of talk about your plans and your future. We're wondering if you've grown out of the sport of eventing. <laughs> yeah, I, I should have. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting close. I think I'm, I'm coming to my senses quietly. Um, I've not got many horses now. She's the only five-star horse I've got. And then I've just got two six-year-olds. So there is uh, more time in my life now, which is quite nice. Um, but I've got to decide, you know, could she give me a bit more fun and do I do it well enough? I think as an older rider, you are you're increasingly worried about looking like an idiot. And I think that um, normally you're out there to do the cross country and do your best and you attack. Um, nowadays, I think, oh God, I hope I don't look like an old man today because um, everyone will be like, oh, for God's sake, just give up. Um, <laughs> Um, so it's getting close, but she's keeping me in the game. She's a lot of fun. And of course, yesterday morning I was thinking, what the hell am I doing, really? Um, but by yesterday evening I was thinking, that's what I'm doing. So um, as we all know, it's a drug and um, it's, it's a good one. So um, I'm enjoying her and yeah, goodness knows, I think I, I probably should come to my senses. but. Um, I'm not sure I would enjoy watching anyone else ride it yet. Well, you know, your career is obviously second to none. 14 five-star wins. Uh, tops the pack. I mean, you're three ahead of second place. And uh, second here this weekend, maybe there's a little left in the tank, especially with this horse that is so great. Yeah, you're, you're very kind to say that. I've got, got to decide, haven't I, how much is left in the tank. <laughs> Only you can make that decision. And Hannah Sue, this was a great week. Uh, all three phases went so well. Tell us about this to us. Um, yeah, he was actually bought for his owner, who still owns him, and she competed him to the training level here. And um, they used just a little bit too much horse for her, so I got to take over the ride. And, you know, we didn't really have extremely high expectations for him starting out. Uh, I just kind of slowly, well, not that slowly, brought him up the levels, and every time kind of asked him to do more, he would just step up and, you know, answer the questions, and he was, he's gotten better and better and better. I wish I had gotten him as a young horse, because he's um, 16 now, but he is incredible. I mean, he did, every time I ride him really well and ask him to do the right things, he just, he does everything I say, which is so nice, and also, when I mess up, he still somehow does it right. So. <laughs> well, it was great in all three phases. So, uh, he jumps better than he's ever jumped in his life today. Like, just amazing. And he brushes a daisy perfectly 
Dugan and he just felt like he hadn't run at all. And my only thing that I wish I had done better is, well, I wish I had done some, a lot of things better, but the biggest thing, I guess, is that on cross country, I, you know, I didn't know if he would go the distance, and I don't really know until they do. Um, and I kind of held him back a little bit before the corners at the top before the big crap water. And I think if I, I think I could have been inside the time if I had just kept letting him go, you know? Mm. But I was worried about him getting tired, so it's so nice to know that he's so able and eager and can do it, which is awesome. Any more questions? Oh. Lindsay's Alec. Um, for William, yesterday I noticed um, during cross country that you were timing while watching the other riders. Is that something that you have always done? And um, can you kind of explain your process of that? Oh, b b before I went, you mean when I was watching? Yeah, it's just good to know whether those minute markers are right. You may think, you know, which ones are going to be quick, which ones are going to be slow. It's good to know where the other riders are on there. You know, are they going to be up on that minute or a bit down? So I was just curious to just check on that. Do my job, kind of get it, get it right, because I've got no excuses for cock-ups anymore. <laughs> Sandy? Uh, well, can you just talk us through your trip jumping round, how it felt? Was that to me? Um, yeah, I was very pleased with her. She she was great today, so I couldn't couldn't say anything. I mean, she can knock a jump or two down, and she can jump a clear out. I mean, she's not a show jumper, um, even though she's by Graf Stoltz. I kind of wish she'd become Lordship Graf alone. She's you know we're just kind of living and um, living and aiming, but she she can just be a little bit economical. And today she really wasn't. You know, she really nearly could have jumped clear around, but she didn't, and um, I was still delighted with one down. Um, and she's the sort of horse that she might lose an event with one down, and she could win one with a clear round. So there, there is a clear round in there, and she's, um, she's great to work with, and um, yeah, we can Just, go uh, on, Thank go God you had one down today. <laughs> Thanks, <man. laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I did for Austin. I mean, we are, and the sport, we're thrilled. Austin has got, got his five-star ticket now, and um, we'll be watching many more. I did think when he had his little mistake at Burley, I did think, bugger. <laughs> uh, for Man and Sue, um, so your horse had a really great run here last year in the three-star, and then outdid himself this year in the five-star. Can you talk about his development over the past year? Yeah, um, I've kind of taken him up and down the levels a little bit in the last couple of years. He actually was diagnosed with Cushing's um, a whole year ago, which we found out right after this event. Um, and the reason he was in the three-star last year is because of that. Um, I just couldn't figure out what was wrong with him all year. Um, and I didn't want to push him too hard and ask him to do more than he could, could do. So he had actually done the five-star Kentucky, and then I brought him down to the three-star here. Um, I fell off at Kentucky at the very end. It's not his fault. Um, so I was trying to figure it out, and then once we figured that out, and he got on the medication he needed, it just has completely changed his life, and he's become the horse that we always knew he was. And and it's just you know building toward peaking at the right moment and planning the season and hoping it all works out. So. Um, Austin, any reactions to this 
statistic that 58 years since an Irish person taught the podium here at Five Star? No. Um, no real reaction. I, I did say at badminton that um, when I was lucky enough to be on the podium this year, I did sort of say tongue in cheek, it won't be long before there's an Irish winner. And I did say, I hope you're looking at him. It's completely bullshitting. But uh, here we are. Um, but another interesting t statistic that man that designed the cross country course over there, I was fourth in badminton in 1999. He was number one to go. And he won. Is that correct? Exactly. Yeah. So I was kind of hanging on to that in my own head all week. The JB. JB was number one to go in Madden in 1999, and we were, yeah, we were all on the podium together at the end. I'm not quite as great as you yet. But <laughs> Thank you very much for a world-class course, by the way. And just uh, to follow up on a point William made earlier, I'll tell you, down at that schooling area afterwards when everyone was getting ready, everyone was so happy. You were the winner, and I've never seen where everyone <laughs> felt the same, just such happiness that you wound up winning. Yeah, well, we, you know, thank you. But we, we you know, we're, we're a small community in the UK. Um, I'm always looking up at these guys, and they see me kind of struggling along for the last 25 years um, yeah but we're, you know we're a small community and we're all good friends thanks for listening to the practical horseman podcast featuring highlights from the maryland five star and a big thank you to the episode sponsor u.s rider you can subscribe to the practical horseman podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher or wherever you listen to your podcasts while you're there please rate and review the show also, tune into our mini-sode series, The Fod Pod, where you'll hear audio lessons from our favorite Practical Horseman on-demand clips. When you tune into The Fod Pod, listen close for a promo code for 15% off your Practical Horseman on-demand subscription. Thanks for joining us. I'm Sandy Olenek, and you've been listening to The Practical Horseman Podcast. <laughs>